0: In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Hey, Bills Mafia, we know there's only one topic every day, all bills all the time. And now Matt Bovee and Sal Capaccio are going really deep, talking Bills all year long, because it's always game day in Buffalo.
1: All right, everybody do it at once. Ready? (sighs) (sighs) Yeah. Sigh of relief. Exhale. There it was. The performance that we've seen the Bills have so many times over the Mm -hmm. last several years, especially after losses, when they really needed. A 38 to 10 victory over the Las Vegas Raiders. Yes, they gave up a touchdown on the first drive, but after that, the Bills outscored the Raiders 38 to three. They were completely dominant. It's exactly what the doctor ordered. Welcome into the post game show. It's always game day in Buffalo. I don't know if you want to call it the post game the post game pod, whatever the video, but yeah. it's our an- analysis and recap of what happened. Sal Capaccio, Matt Bove. It's exactly what the Bills needed. Matt. Yeah, no
2: kidding. They did. And I know that they said after the game that they didn't hear the noise and they weren't paying attention to any of it. And I believe that to a certain extent, but at the same time, like this offense needed to respond after the game that they had and they did the defense. They got gashed a few times in the first game. They needed a big game and they did after opening the game with a touchdown that looked way too easy for the Raiders after that like you said only three points the Bills punted once on the first time they touched the ball offensively that was the only time Sam Martin was on the field for a punt every other time was to hold an extra point or to hold the one field goal Tyler Bath had it was a dominant decisive whatever word you want to use they needed it and they got it and I think Bills fans like you said the sigh of relief I don't know if you think okay like they're back everything's good but I think this is a lot closer to the team that you can expect as opposed to what we saw against the
1: Jets. I agree with you. Let's just kind of break this down both on the macro and micro level. Let's dig in a little bit and take a look first and foremost at the guy that everybody was wondering what was going on with last week, and that is Josh Allen. Josh Allen, last week, of course, three interceptions, which were very, very costly against the New York Jets. This week, how about another? I mean, last week I said, oh, man, he was 70%, right? 70% is great. I mean, this week, what, 31 for 37. He's over 80% completion percentage, but it comes without the turnovers. 274 yards. Three touchdowns, no interceptions, no fumbles. He didn't even run that much. Three carries for seven yards. This was a great Josh Allen performance.
2: Yeah, it was a great Josh Allen performance. You know, one of the questions that a lot of people had said after the last game was, when was the last time Josh Allen had an elite game? And I don't know if I would say this is an elite game, but this was like a really, really, really good game. Honestly, we're recording this right before Sunday Night Football starts it might be a game that gets him like AFC offensive player of the week because he was so efficient. He did have the three touchdowns. His team put up 38 points. The yardage was not there. Remember when we had the whole, like Josh can't throw for more than 300 yards. And then it became like an every week thing for him back in 2020. So, I think this was a really, really, really efficient, strong outing for him. I think that he took what the defense gave him, but he also was still able to make some big plays. The Khalil Shakir touchdown was an elite play. The deep ball to Gabe Davis where he's rolling out to the right, floats it over the defender. Gabe Davis has a big game, big game. That's a big time play. And there were a couple other of those mixed in that I think you really like to see. Oh, and there was also the one, it was third down. It was third and long and he found digs, he kind of worked through his progressions, he pump faked, he hit digs across the middle, and then that allowed them to go down and score again before the half. That was another one of those like kind of big-time Josh Allen plays.
1: Josh was very good. He made good decisions. And I think most impressive to me was he showed for an entire game he could be patient. He can give what the defense Mm -hmm. is giving him. This is not a very high yards per attempt type game for Josh Allen. In fact, if you take a look at the overall numbers on him, we said 31 of 37, uh, 274 yards. Uh, Matt, you know, you take a look. He, he. Well, let's say it this way. He started 13 of 13, and I think the first 10 of those only went for 50-something yards. That's five yards in attempt. That is very, very low. But I think 10 of 10, 13 of 13, you'll take it. He showed he could be very patient. Take what the defense gave him. That's what he needed to do more of last week. He did a lot of that last week against the Jets, but then he got impatient a couple of times, heaved the ball downfield. He didn't do that in this game.
2: No, he didn't do that in this game. And I think that that's a really good step for the Bills in the right direction. It's a little bit of circumstance, though, too. The Jets have a really good opportunistic defense. I don't think the Raiders are even close to that. I don't think they're like, a disaster. I just don't think they're even close to the Jets. So I think this is a combination of like, okay, Josh Allen played a really good game. And he also was going against a defense that was average, not a defense that is maybe one of the best in the NFL. So he was going to be able to kind of just wait and see what happened and then strike when he needed to. I don't think he ever felt like he needed to force anything here, which is good because when he doesn't force things, he has the ability, the skill set, and the caliber of play that he can you know, make sure that when he has to, he can go out and make a big play. It was, this is what the doctor ordered, right? And every act of the game, you saw Josh Allen come back. And once again, last week, there were people talking about, I'd rather have Mac Jones than Josh Allen. I'd rather have, you know, Russell, all this ridiculous nonsense around the NFL. Today, he looked once again, like one of the best quarterbacks in the NFL. And oh, by the way, if you're paying attention to the rest of the league, Patrick Mahomes was meh today. Joe Burrow was meh today. Jalen Hurts was meh on Thursday. It happens. Great quarterbacks have bad games, a bad couple games. Happened with Josh Allen, but the sky was never falling. He is still the guy.
1: He, he did wind up with, at the end of the day, a 7.4 yard per attempt average, which is not very high, but it's it's not horrible either. No. Um, and again, get the win, it's very efficient. It's exact, actually exactly what Patrick Mahomes had in his day, to your point. Patrick Mahomes was 29 of 41, 70% through for 305, but again, 7.4 yards per an attempt. As the game went on, the Bills did take advantage of a couple of balls that went a little bit longer downfield, but I thought that was the best part about Josh's game. The other thing that helped Josh, pass protection. Boy, how did Spencer Brown... He is a guy that needed this type of game. Yeah. I don't know how he was able to dominate Max Crosby that the way he did the entire game. I would expect, hey, you're going to probably lose a, a rep or two, but it seemed like he didn't really lose many reps at all, if any, to Max Crosby. How about this, Matt? Max Crosby on the day for the uh, Las Vegas Raiders. Zero sacks, zero quarterback hurries. Yeah, I know the Bills helped out a little bit there. Spencer Brown did a great job, and after the game, he told me that Kingsley Jonathan, the defensive end who was inactive, Gave him an incredible look on scout team all week. Said he wore Max's number. He was Max. He said it might have been one of the best scout team looks he's ever had.
2: Yeah. Give Spencer Brown his flowers. He has been somebody who we've criticized on the podcast. He's somebody that a lot of times gets brought up as one of the weak links on the Bills. Today, he was not. Today, he was one of the strong points for the Bills, and that allowed them to go out and execute the game plan that they had. Max Crosby's a game wrecker. He's one of those people who can take your plan and just shove it back in your face. And that's why I did think, you know, you look look at the 7.4 yards of carry. I think a lot of that is by design, almost like it was supposed to be against the Jets, where you just took that quick intermediate stuff as much as you could, and you made sure that a defensive line did not beat you. I think this is going to be closer to what we see from the Bills really for the entire season with quick passes, intermediate stuff. I still think because you have Josh Allen, you will take your shots down the field. But I think you still, of all of the things this team does well, I'd say the offensive line is pretty average, maybe even a little bit below average. This is a way that you make sure that that does not come back and bite you in the butt. You have this kind of game plan. So kudos to Spencer Brown because he had a really strong day against a really tough opponent. I, I thought the line today was much better. Than they were last week. And a lot of that also has to do with the competition.
0: This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget.
1: hundred um, percent to, to your point about just the shorter passes. You have to sustain drives. The Bills have had some long drives. Even last week, they had a couple of 11-play drives and a nine-play drive, I think, against the Jets. And then this week in this game, 7-11, 7-8, 15-9, 11. I mean, that drive to start the second half for the Buffalo Bills eight up over nine minutes of possession, nine oh one of possession for the Buffalo Bills to start the second half. They wind up uh, converting on a touchdown at the end of that drive. That's exactly the kind of drive they need. Of course, it doesn't happen without a good running game. James Cook, very good in this game. Uh-huh. James averaging over seven yards of carry. Now, granted, he had one big run at the end a bit that he popped, but he was very good in this game. But I like the way the Bills used a rotation of Cook Murray, and Harris.
2: I like the rotation that they used for sure. I'm still not in on all of the first down runs that they were doing. It -hmm. did not come back to like really haunt them like it did against the Jets, just because the runs today on first down were most of the time going for two, three yards, not a loss of three or a loss of five like we saw at times against the Jets. So they were kind of playing from in front of the chains for the most of the game, And, and that's good. I still think that it was a little bit... Too predictable is probably the way I would put it, but I'm not going to be the guy who's sitting here and being critical of the play calling today. They scored 38 points. I'd say the only blemish on their play was the fourth and one at the goal or at the one-yard line that they did not convert. I don't know in that situation why Josh Allen is in the shotgun anyway. I saw the clip afterwards of Diggs open in the back of the end zone, but it looked like from the angle behind the end zone that there would have been really no way for Allen to see Diggs. So you can kind of look at that both ways. You could say, well, Diggs was open, so the play Dorsey called was schemed up right. But at the same time, is it schemed up right if your quarterback can't see him open in the back of the end zone? My guess on that was that Deontay Hardy was the first read. But when he rolled out to the side, he kind of slipped. So then I think Allen thought he needed to create something, and obviously it's fourth down. You're throwing the ball no matter what. So and that was the only blemish, but that's being were nitpicking at that point. I thought the run game certainly helped themselves. I liked how all of them were utilized in some way, shape, or form. I think they all have a different skill set, and I think that that showed today.
1: Nine different Buffalo Bills pass catchers caught yeah. passes, which was really uh-huh. great. They really spread them. remember Sean McDermott talking about the need for more receivers to get involved, but boy, did they get involved in a big way in this one. Stefan Diggs, seven for 66. Gabe Davis, six for 92. Uh, Deontay Hardy had a couple of catches, only four yards. Kalil Kira, of course, had the one play Josh Allen looked incredible on was going down to the ground. But they were able to spread the ball around Dawson Knox, again K, Reggie Gilliam, James Cook. Everybody gets involved in the action for the Buffalo Bills offense. I'd say the only blemish for me, and I agree with you on the fourth and one call, it was kind of a a weird play, but that first drive did not look very good for the Bills. They go five plays, 75 yards, they wind up punting um on the I'm sorry they go that was the, the Raiders 575 those go three and out three plays five yards and wind up punting on that first drive and it's a good thing they didn't punt the rest of the game because Sam Martin got hit on that play as Damian Harris was driven into him and he didn't look right the rest of the day he did hold but he never had to go back out there and punt the Bills had one punt they roll up 450 yards and also played some good defense let's talk about that
0: this episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance whether you love true crime or comedy celebrity interviews or news.